in the morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ. How are you today? You're listening to St. Mark Bemidji's podcast, a podcast about redemption through the glory of Christ Jesus, our risen Savior. Thank you as always for joining us. Just like it doesn't matter if a tree makes a sound when it falls in the forest, if there's nobody around to hear it, it doesn't matter a bit if the best content ever made is on this podcast, if there's no one around to listen to it. Christmas is almost here, and like we've talked about through much of Advent, our meditation today has a lot to do with John the Baptist. John never pointed to himself. He was a harbinger, a messenger pointing to Christ, urging people to be ready for him and to listen to him when he came. He was a willing servant. And this is something that we can do too. We can point people to Christ because we know who he is. We can be that willing servant ready to use the skills, the compassion, the intelligence that God gave us to serve others, to tell them of the good news of Jesus Christ and his life, death, and resurrection to save us from our sins in whatever way that we've been blessed to. Keep your eyes open. Be ready for that opportunity to serve when God presents it to us. Pray that His Holy Spirit will give you that open and willing heart and the strength to carry it out. He won't leave you hanging. If you're listening to this podcast on the day or the day after that it's published, I want to invite you to our Christmas services at 9 a.m. on Christmas Eve for our children's services, at 6.30 p.m. the same day for our candlelight service, and at 9 a.m. Christmas Day for a hymn sing commemorating the celebration of the world, waking up to Jesus' birth. Our meditation today comes from Pastor Cowie in Woodlake, Minnesota, and I hope that you were blessed by it just as much as I am. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Rejoice is the word for the third week of Advent. That's why the third candle in our Advent wreath is pink or rose. But this is not some sort of tinseled, artificially lit rejoice. It is a sturdy, bursting life in the face of death rejoice. It is rejoice because God speaks. Because God has a voice and God's voice, John the Baptist, is on the scene. Without God's voice, we waste away like flowers that wither and decay. But in hearing and taking to heart the Lord's permanent and certain promises, we are as eternal as his word. John the Baptist is no happy-go-lucky reed bending in the wind. He's not out to be popular. For John, it isn't about him. It is entirely about your salvation in Christ. And so John is bold. Perhaps a little too bold for our times. I, I just I can't imagine John the Baptist offering up a trite season's greetings which means what? Winter hello? John is the Lord's prophet. 
He proclaims what God says. And John lives like a prophet. He, he munches on locusts and wild honey. He dresses like the prophet Elijah, camel hair and a leather belt. And he focuses on one thing. Being the faithful and clear megaphone for God's message to sinners. Isaiah chapter 40 calls John a voice crying, In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. And Isaiah tells us his message. All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades. But the word of our God will stand forever. The word of our God is both written in the Bible and in flesh, Jesus Christ. Whatever we rely on that isn't God's word will fail. Youth, looks, brains, health, family, Things, fun, wealth, music, sports, entertainment, all will fail and fade. Even the beautiful flesh of a baby, or all the strength and promise of a gifted, hardworking, striking young adult, will all wither and decay. And so John cries out, yes, the flesh is beautiful. The flowers of humanity are stunning to behold. But it won't last. So repent. And turn from the love of flesh to love the God who made our flesh and will again restore our flesh. John cries out against sinners of every stripe that they might repent and have new life in the coming Christ. He calls the self-righteous religious experts, he calls them a brood of vipers, snakes slithering with Satan's deceitful speech. So he warns people not to follow them, yet he's also calling them to repent and live. Dear fellow sinner, let this word of God sink in and save you. God loves you dearly. The word made flesh, our Lord Jesus, withered under the blast of God's judgment for our sins on the cross. Yet Christ rose and endures forever. Jesus has double paid for your sins. He, he paid your death penalty. The only begotten Son, the, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, paid your debt in full. And Jesus has also paid the perfect goodness that was demanded of you by living a righteous life for, from his sinless conception, through his sinless life, all the way to his sinless death. 
And in this Christ double payment for your sin, here is true comfort. Christ has suffered and died so that you can live forever. He's lived a perfect life in your place so that God counts baptized believers as sinless from conception to death. God loves you dearly. He knew that you could not save yourself, so he came in human flesh to do it, to save you. And the word made flesh will endure forever. But this enduring word also comes to you and fills you every time you hear Christ preached, every time he fills you with his resurrected flesh and blood. This Jesus, God in flesh, the word made flesh, is the one perfect and permanent antidote to sin's deadly infection. But it's true, some will not hear it. Some will not yet receive the Lord's mercy. And so, consequently, the messengers of grace are treated shamefully. John preached in order that King Herod, who had stolen his brother's wife so that he would repent and live forever. But unlike King David, Herod confessed nothing. He covered his ears. He threw John in the dungeon Herodias, Herod's partner in adultery, saw to it that John's head was therefore served up on a silver platter. Why? Because the voice of God had not given up on them. John died as God's faithful voice. Christ won for John and for all who trust the word made flesh and open heaven that that even kings, swords, and angry sinners cannot close. Rejoice. Yes, Jesus said, rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Dearly beloved, God loves you dearly and his voice still speaks. As St. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians, our epistle from Sunday, this is how one should regard us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. God's voice still speaks in Holy Scripture. His voice is also heard, may also be heard in the, in the blessed consolation that you give to others when you, when you send Christmas cards that proclaim Christ. His voice calls when you speak biblical words of correction and comfort. His voice still sounds from, from this flawed man and from other pastors and servants of the word. When Paul speaks in 1 Corinthians about the servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God, he's talking about the office of the holy ministry. It is this office established by Christ that is to be like John the Baptist, God's voice to you in the wilderness. We even have some churchly traditions that that are meant to show just this, vestments, like John's odd attire. They emphasize that it's the office that matters, not the personality. 
they cover most everything up. Clerical collars, they mark that, that like a dog, this man belongs to his divine owner. White covers his vocal cords because it is to be the Lord's word that he preaches. And, and why is the, the church service so, so different from everything else during the week? Because this isn't like everything else during the week. This isn't entertainment, theater, or make-believe. It's more like heart surgery. And the church is a hospital. The death of our sin is being done in. And the resurrection life of Christ is being poured into us. Our hearts of stony sin are replaced with hearts of Christ's eternally living flesh. Things are real and serious here. So that you can have solid joy, true, lasting comfort for your soul. Having confessed your sin and receiving its double payment through Christ's saving death and perfect righteousness delivered to you in baptism, in the Lord's Supper, in the Word. You are now one with the resurrected Lord. And so you too will endure forever. Rejoice. God still speaks his promises to you in Christ. Thanks be to God. In Jesus' name, amen. I sincerely pray that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Didn't get enough of God's Word? Are you missing out on that in-person fellowship? We hold divine services right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. We also live stream our Sunday divine service at 8 a.m. You can ensure that you are notified when a stream is live or a new podcast is available by subscribing to our YouTube channel. It's easy to find by typing in St. Mark Bemidji in the search bar and clicking on the subscribe button. Want to listen to meditations the way I do every day? Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Go to podcastindex.org and search for St. Mark Bemidji to find us. This is our fifth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarksbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again www.stmarksbemidji.org. May God bless the rest of your day.